Welcome back to Crossing Swords. As always, I'm Andrew. And I'm here to ask the question that hasn't been asked for a while and should be asked every single day. Yeah. How are you, sir? I'm all right. I mean, we'll delve into that. We'll expand on that. I mean, yeah. how short would the episode be? Yeah, if it was like, yeah, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm all right. What like, about yeah, you? Right. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right. Cool. That's how Cut. Brits deal with End. things, though. That's not how End. these conversations... Roll credits. That's how these conversations normally go. Yeah. Yeah. But we want to delve deeper than that. Yeah, we do. Because um, I think we both had, uh, from what it sounds like, you know, ups and downs recently. Um, and I know f- it's definitely being talked about more in general, um, but there was a bit of a boost recently, and it was one of the things I texted you about, was about a uh, UFC fighter called Paddy the Baddy Pimlet. He's a scouse bloke. Really nice. No one's sp- perfect. No, you know. there's always something. And there you go. You know We're I mean? off the mark. I've had a, I've had a swipe at You've someone. You've had a pop at the scouts. I've had a swipe at someone. Um, but yeah, he basically just finished beating the shit out of someone. I think he tapped him out. And uh, and then immediately went on to sort of, not a rant, but just passionately talked about the fact he had a friend who uh, took their own life recently. And uh, he basically just called out for anyone. He said, like, anyone struggling, reach out to someone, talk to someone, because he's like, tell you now, I'd far rather have had my mate crying on my shoulder than be at his funeral. Um, and he got emotional and sort of started... And, like, once he left the ring, he was in that... He was quite a state afterwards. It was quite emotional for him. And it sort of led to quite a big... Well, I imagine it sort of just looked like a night out. He's got into a fight, <laughs> had a little cry about something, and then sort of staggered yeah. off home. But like not it's to ris- downplay the seriousness no, no, of the not situation. I just uh, it's just what we do here. We like to bring a bit of levity to the situation. Yeah. Well done, sir. Well done. Thank you. Um, I'm not going to give you an applause because it wasn't that good. No, no, absolutely. Um, and do you know what? It would be insulting. Yeah, it would. Um, but no, and it, it got quite a bit of uh, publicity and support, and a lot of people uh, saying well done that in that situation as well for that to be what was on his mind and to use his platform to deliver that message. It is really important. Mm. Because, and we're sort of, well, we are in that age bracket now of the highest risk men sort of age group of of suicide. Um, and that is frightening. Um, and it isn't talked about enough. And I don't really 100% know what causes it. I um, would hazard a guess that this is the age where, this is the age bracket where a number of things are happening. One, I think you've got a lot of people coming to the realization that suddenly they're in their thirties and they're looking yeah. at what they've achieved. Because when you're in twenties, you just kind of you feel like around so in your twenties, and then you look and you're like, "Hang on a minute, this isn't, you know, what I've got to show for it." Also, it's that time that people that get married quite early start families yeah. and stuff. Obviously, unfortunately, a lot of marriages don't end successfully, and this no. is the time where marriages break up because people think I haven't got much time I need to go out and look for my next yeah. you know I need to move on now while yeah. I've got the if chance I want to so down and have you've kids. got a, you've got marriages families falling apart and you think everything I, you had a few years ago you you don't yeah it's just that age that where stuff. everything becomes more real doesn't it everything like t- life is shorter at that point mm. than it's been at any or it certainly feels shorter at this point than it does at yeah any other so far um and like you say all of these different responsibilities come in and and I think definitely the looking at where you are one can be really difficult because from what I'm hearing off of people from conversations I've had is like you can have on paper what you would perceive as like the ideal situation just still not be in a good place. A hundred percent. And that, and I think that's not really how mental depression health works. and mental no. health works. No, no, it's not. Um, it just strikes you sometimes. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that's what I struggle with. Like it's, I go up and down quite a lot. Like I'll mm. have a week, sometimes not even a week, where the best description is I feel numb. Like I don't feel down. I don't feel particularly good. I'm just sort of existing, if that makes sense. Mm. And then I'll have a week, quite or a hollow few days. almost. Yeah, where I get really, really low, like really low. Um, and I sort of spiral, and I find it gets more increasingly difficult to sort of snap myself out of it and I can't always control the snapping out of it it normally just has to I, it's sort of like a has to run its course yeah like a cycle it just ends yeah. and you're suddenly back like on I have to just sort of embrace oh great for the next few days I'm going to feel like just absolute shit I just need to and to be honest in those moments and I don't know whether it's a good or bad thing I just I don't want to talk about it mm. do you know what I mean and I, and it's a mixture of things. Like you, it's the vulnerability side of it. It's especially when you're feeling low as well. The idea of breaking down and trying to deal with any of it, you don't feel like you're going to be capable of coming back together afterwards. Um, and I think that's something a lot of people struggle with. I know from conversations I've had with people I'm very close to that it's that not knowing they're going to be able to put themselves back together afterwards that is one of the biggest issues. Mm. Um. But yeah, what about you? Yeah, it's, it's similar in a way. I go through, I go through spells. Yeah, for sure. There's times when I feel really, uh, like you say, low, mm. and you kind of. It, I think it's the thing is in those moments because unfortunately, like life doesn't stop. Yeah. When, what you're going through, whatever you're going no, through, it just keeps coming. And so some sometimes there's not even necessarily a lot going on mm. but there's stuff happening that you've got to deal with that you've got to get through and those days are a real struggle because yeah. you're like you know sometimes you'll be at work and you'll be with a particularly difficult colleague for example yeah. and you just think like i just can't i haven't I've got, got no tolerance i've got yeah. nothing to cope with this no. and those days i think are the hardest because you think I don't want to deal with this i mean no. i might not normally want to deal with it but i can and the thing is you don't want to be horrible to people no, and the thing is, I for me in those moments, I don't think a lot of the people I'm around in that moment. Do you know what I no. mean? Like you, autumn. It's when the dark thoughts start creeping in for me, and it's about everything. It's about what I think of. I'd just be walking past someone, and they might not have moved out of the way or like, something like that. Horrible, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and you're not a nasty person. Neither of us are, and they're not either. It's just. Wow. Do, you know, do you know what I mean? It's, but like. In those moments, your outlook on everything is just yeah, it's it's a bit it's more aggressive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, I go for that, and definitely there's, and you it's also you get into a position where you sort of like you're quite careless. Yeah. So you you your own, you know, we all have this knack for natural self preservation, yeah. but that kind of dwindles when you're in a real low. And you kind of don't care about the consequences. No, absolutely. So you will, you're more inclined to do or say things to people. Yeah. That rather than thinking actually that's going to come back to bite me, that's not very nice. You know, like you think, oh fuck, I don't care. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you feel bad afterwards when you come out of it? Like, do you feel ever feel like, oh, maybe I was a bit unfair there? Or hundred percent. Sometimes yeah. I feel like I've lashed out at people, and I feel like they didn't deserve that. In no yeah. way did they deserve that. And I make a point to try and apologise okay. to them and say, yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily allude to why, but I do make a point to saying that you didn't deserve that. Yeah. I was done. I was going for my own thing. Really sorry, kind of thing. Um, 
Sometimes I don't, yeah. to be completely honest with you. There are some yeah. situations where I think, no, I said what yeah. I said what I wanted to say. Yeah. Maybe I didn't deliver it in the nicest way, but no, sometimes it's needed. I said what I wanted to say, so yeah. I'm not that bad about it. Do you ever get in situations like that? Yeah, I, for me, it's normally the like when I was a manager, it would happen quite a lot, particularly towards the end of my time as a manager when I just had zero patience for the job towards the end. Um, and my tolerance for other people's bullshit just sort of dwindled very quickly and it wouldn't take a lot for me to get annoyed or something. I never, I have definitely been rude to people at work. I've only ever yelled at someone once at work, but they deserved it, um, which is a bit mean, but like they absolutely did. They were just lazy and I'd put up with it for so long and I'd given them so much slack and it was like they had one responsibility on every shift and they just wouldn't do it no matter what. So I just fucking So it's lost. an accumulative thing there. Yeah. Um, but like in general, it's the people closest to me, like particularly, I would say probably my mum and Leanne that I'll get grumpy with or short with or, mm. um, and nine times out of 10, I would say I, I noticed that I've done it and it doesn't normally take me long to be like, fuck, I'm sorry. I like just being yeah. a knob. You've not done anything. I'm just being a tetchy prick. Um, uh, but yeah, and Luckily, they're very understanding. Um, at work, I tend to work mostly on my own now, so it's not as much as of an issue as it used to be. It's more just customers, <laughs> to be honest, that I have an oh, issue I hate with. Customers. Thing is, my um, I've sort of reached a point myself where it's it's not like a, a low or anything, but I'm very bored at work. Yeah. Um, which like feeds into like potentially feeds into this other thing yeah. which I was sort of talking to you about, but mm. I'm also like. I just don't care. Mm. Like it doesn't stimulate me at all. It doesn't. No. Um, and we've been stretched quite thin on the ground. So we're kind of like, you're having to do more with less. There's more pressure on everyone to yeah. kind of fill the plug, the gaps. And you're like, and what happens is my tolerance for customers is at an absolute, yeah. it's not, it's not at its lowest, but there has been periods over the last few weeks where it's been very low. Yeah. And there's been times where I've been like, I'm not going to, I just don't bother with the niceties and the no. falseness of pretending like I give a shit what someone's saying. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care what you're saying, so yeah. I'm not going to listen anymore and be like, yeah. okay, bye, kind of thing. That's happened a lot yeah. for me recently. I think, to be honest, from what I'm seeing in general, I feel like that's the case for most people at the moment in terms of their tolerance for other people. Because mm, I feel like a lot of consideration's gone out the window when you're out and about now. People don't have manners. They don't. We said it before, you know, it, it always happens when times are tight. And yes. times are extremely tight right yeah, now. Yeah, they are. Um, and the thing is, it means, like you say, because you're stretched and, you know, res resources are thin at work. All it does, it, it's then all on you. Like, you're the person responsible for making sure it all gets done. And that does take a toll. Um, especially when you know the difference. Do you know what I mean? Like, when you've worked for them before this happened and like obviously it's a charity everyone's stretched at the moment you, you like you can't be annoyed at them about it but you can be annoyed that it's happening and I've, know what I mean? I've noticed like recently so yeah working in a charity shop people dump things quite a lot mm. normally i'm like oh fuck's sake and i just deal with it but recently i've been like i've been on the cctv trying to mm. see who's dumped it if it's been dumped in the day which yeah. has happened i've been out on the street i've been like 
and the CCTV very quickly. Who dumped it? Let me yeah. see what I'm looking for. And then I've gone round all the shops in the local area trying yeah. to see if I can see them kind of thing. Because I'm like, no, nah, fuck these pricks. I'm not yeah, just going to let them get away with it. Back. They can take it back with them, which is something previously I wouldn't have done. No. Well, no, they're just creating more work for you. And the, the thing is, a lot of people see charities as a dump, don't they? Oh, they, they just think, oh, I'll 100%. just get rid of my old to, to a charity. It's cheaper They'll than the dump. Yeah, yeah. the dump. Yeah, they'll be happy. Um, yeah. But no, it's difficult. I mean, in terms of like, when I get low, I have over the years, and it's become increasingly more prevalent, I not... No, Difficult to call them suicidal thoughts, but they're thoughts of not wanting to be here. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I have thought about methods in the past. Um, and it's it's difficult. I don't know if I ever would go through with it. Um, but there's definitely been times, particularly since losing my dad, and it's not just linked to my dad, it's just that knocked me into a depression that I'm still struggling with mm. oh, to this day. Um, and it, there's loads of other things that feed into that, but I don't know. I've, I certainly don't have the money because the problem is, I've been through the system of counselling in our area, and it's it's not fit for purpose. And I don't no, blame necessarily. You need to go private to, and I can't afford private, no. and that, that's um, and that's a problem. Um, so it's finding ways to cope with myself, and most of the time. I find it's through patience with myself. I try not to beat... Because it's very easy when you're feeling that low to be like, oh, you're just a waste of space. You're useless. You know, you've got yourself to this position and really internalising it. It's easy to spiral. I mean, I had a bit of a spiral last night where I was like, what is it? I had a plan. I was like, I'm going to watch a bit of a show I'm watching. Yeah. And then I'm going to read a bit of a book I'm reading. And then I'm going to... Yeah, and then I go to bed. Yeah. And then, like, the cat turned up, and I was like, I spent a bit of time with the cat. <laughs> and then it pushed everything back a bit. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd also forgotten another task that I had to do. Yeah. And suddenly I was like, it fuck. threw everything. And then, I kept, and then I kept making mistakes on the other task because I was like, probably trying to rush Annoyed it, with uh, myself, I'd forgotten it, and yeah. And I was tired and it was making me more tired. And then I was yeah. just really angry with myself because I was like, right, well, now I'm not going to. I mean, I watched the show. Yeah. And I was like, well, now I've not got time to read the book and now yeah. I'm going to be I'm going to finish the book even like the normal and I'm like yeah. and I was just really annoyed with myself really angry with myself for no I get that and the thing and is some people hear that and be like oh why is he getting but the thing is if, if you do a stressful job and most workers do it but like you're working hard like you have in your head that oh when I get home I'm going to go do this and I'm really like you look forward to it so then when that gets fucked up because of things that are in and out of your control it just properly fucks you off yeah and then I think as well because I'd forgotten the task, which is an accumulative thing, because I know I said to you recently that I think there's a strong chance, like a chance that I might have like ADD. Yeah. And it was quite funny. Speaking to my mum about it recently, and I mentioned it, and she was just like, yeah, I, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like there was no like, no, I don't saying it for the sake of you, or yeah, yeah no, yeah, she yeah. was just like, yeah, you probably do. Yeah. Like there's absolutely. Yeah. And the thing is, there's nothing wrong if you do have that. It's just identifying it, seeing if there's anything you can do to make your life easier with it. and Yeah, but well, like I said, what it means is like, I forget things all the time. Yeah. Something leaves my mind like that. Yeah. And so if I turn away, we could be talking about something right now and yeah. if I suddenly have to, I don't know, run out and feed, I mean, why would I feed your cat? I that don't know. Weird. But let's have I run you out could and feed your cat. You could if you wanted to, I guess. Like, unless I carry on that conversation while I'm doing it, that conversation is gone. 
and yeah. like it will all come back to me if you if you remember it and you trigger it and you said we were talking you about this go right I'll go oh yeah of course it is but yeah, like yeah. wouldn't even it's not even in my peripheral no the second I started away from it so it's the all like you see a shiny like, thing a bit like a magpie and it's just gone yeah and if I'm doing it's like if I'm doing a task and I think of another task that needs doing you will drop what you're doing well, unless I can't, unless I'm like, well, I'm in the middle of this, I've got yeah. to do this. That other task, unless I, I like set reminders on my phone and shit. Oh, really? Oh, mate, I just, I could scroll through the reminders on my phone. It's insane. Like, to just show you just how many I've got. This is for just like, this is for just like, uh, when it loads. This is for the basic, basic. Oh, ev- wow. That's just for basic everyday things, more or less. Most really? Of them, most just of them. to remember to do them? A couple what sort of, them, of things? A couple of them are quite long term. So things like making myself a lunch for the next day. Okay. Filling up a water bottle. Okay. I mean, shit like that. I won't remember that. Okay. I just won't. It won't occur to me. The only time it'll occur to me is when I sit down to have my lunch or I find myself at work and I go, I need to drink water. And then I'll just get on myself and go, oh, you stupid prick. You, you were meant to fucking water. do that. You had the fucking... Okay. What sort of things tend to distract you, though? Is there a, like a pattern it's to not it? Like a or dist- is it just... It's not a distraction. It's like literally anything. If I'm not won't... actively thinking about it... Yeah gone okay so if i'm doing a task and i think of another task and i'm like oh i need to do that unless i stop set a note for myself on my phone you won't remember to do it afterwards that's gone yeah oh wow fair enough and that's like and so that cumulative thing means that i get i do get frustrated with myself and i do get angry with myself for forgetting things do you think if it was confirmed you had add would you feel better about it or don't know i think like i said to you for me the whole thing of being diagnosed with anything is about would it actually make a difference to my life? Yeah. I can't see that it would unless and I haven't, see again, said to you, I need to go and research yeah. medications, if any medications actually help. As soon as I left that chat. I know one thing is cod liver oil. No idea. Because no I remember I had issues when I was younger with yeah. my attention at school. And I got, my mum put me on, it might have been Omega-free and cod liver oil tablets. And it, and it did help. Uh, fair enough. I'm not, but like I, I think, I don't know about drugs and stuff like that. Well, I was going to research there, it. And then the yeah. second I shot our chat. You forgot about I it. I forgot about it. And yeah. didn't think about it. And I haven't done it yet. Yeah. But I need to, because if, if, if there is a genuine, if it will make a difference. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. What barriers do you think it puts in place at the moment? Like, how does it affect your day to day? Oh, massively! Like I, I've, said, I've got, I've got to have reminders yeah. for everything. If I don't, I forget things. Yeah. If I'm doing, like I said, if I'm doing a task, that um, must be time-consuming in itself, having to deal with reminders and write them down, and yeah, and sometimes they come up at really inconvenient times because yeah. I can't anticipate what I'm going to be doing at any given time of no. the day, and they come at inconvenient times, and I'll look at it and I'll go, "Cool, that needs doing," and then I will put my phone away, and again, <laughs> it's gone. So the reminder has served no purpose. Yeah. Do you find it's the same at work, though, like when it comes to doing work tasks? Do you have the same issue with retention of what you need to do? Um, no. Again, if I don't do something there and then... Yeah, so it's the same problem yeah, it's, at work. it's gone. Okay. I didn't know whether, like, the fact it was work, if it, like, heightened your focus and I'm or not something gonna, like that. Like, try and sort of... Uh, there's no way to say this about sounding like I'm tooting my own horn, but I'm very good and efficient at what I do. mm so I can deal with things quite quickly. So when it suddenly gets a reminder of like, 
oh, there's a thing and the deadline is now. You can get it done. I'm like, okay, cool. I can quickly wax me out. It's maybe not necessarily mm. to the highest standard, but I can no. do an adequate job in yeah. the, you know, so I get by, I get away with it kind of thing. But, yeah. oh, God, yeah, like it's a hugely frustrating thing. Mm. Hugely frustrating. And I've said like so. some people get annoyed with it because I like start jobs all over the place and never finish things or mm. I'll tell someone I'll do something and then I never do it. I never follow up on it. Yeah. And I'm like, it's frustrating for me. Like I don't want to, I don't want to be wired like that. No, I get that. But what I would say, and this isn't to blow smoke up your ass, but I've had contact with one of your higher ups previously, mm. and it was quite clear to me they think a hell of a lot of you. The, the well, like I said, you I can do. For. I can do what I can do, and no, no, but like no, no but it's, it's a testament to the fact that it obviously doesn't hinder you completely. No, that you can. You've obviously just through dint of living found a way to be productive regardless of that does that make sense yeah kind of like i said it's it's not it's not a deal and then obviously yeah sometimes when i'm in a low or something it does cycle into that because suddenly i forget every, i'm forgetting yeah. everything normally yeah but then i'm extra harsh on myself for forgetting it yeah you start beating yourself up about yeah, it yeah big time as i'm sure yeah. you know you like you do beat yourself up over things you, no yeah you, it's you know, very easy something slips like, by and you're like because i'll be really honest like I, i'm 31 I worked for a supermarket. I was a manager for seven and a bit years. Um, and like, I had a realisation when I got made redundant that all of the sacrifices I'd made, well, for nothing. all the hard work I'd put in, all of the pain, all of the depression, all of the anxiety was for absolutely nothing. Mm. Um, and then I go back further and think like, fuck, I should have done better at school. I should have put effort in. And, you know, I feel in a situation that I feel quite, bleak and hopeless and I, I don't see a lot of light at the end of the tunnel um and i find that very difficult and i don't know and like motivation has always been a big issue like i can sit down and work out right i need to do this and this and this but having the actual motivation to, to follow it, yeah. through on it i don't even know what that first step looks like I, or i know what it looks like but i don't know how to get myself there do you know what i mean no, sometimes there's so much to do it's not even a lot sometimes, but there's stuff no, to do and not, you end up doing nothing and you end up doing nothing yeah. and then you get an order of yourself yeah. for doing nothing. And it becomes like this vicious circle of like, and every time I get to the place where I feel like, right, I need to make a change, something just knocks me down that little bit further and I don't feel capable of it. Um, or I don't, yeah, I don't feel intelligent enough or capable enough or I like, despite the fact I did being a manager for seven years to varying degrees of success, but for a large part of it quite well. I now don't believe I'd be capable of doing it again. Interesting. Um, because I know how hard it was at times. I don't feel like I have the resilience now that I could cope with. Thing, I think a... I'd break down again. Um, I don't know. Like, I think if I got to perhaps a healthier place, I maybe could, but I think I'd end up back at yeah, I mean, I've, where I was before. I've resolved that unless I'm in an absolutely and unfortunately the economy suggests that I might be in an absolute position where I had to take a role, I will not move into another customer-facing role. No, I don't blame Because you. I will not, I can't no, have, like, my, I, I've already said at the top, my tolerance for people is just so low. Yeah, there's two people I met recently uh, that work where I work. They both got degrees from uni, both in things that completely unrelated to retail. One was in maths, I can't remember what the other one was, but it was like a, quite a credible, like you could have a career in whatever it was. And like I just said to them, like, fuck me, get 
do not stay here. Like, no. Do not, and they were like, really? I was like, you you will get trapped. Like I said, I started off in retail. Genuinely thought I was only going to be there a year while I saved up and went back to college and all that. Never did any of it. Um, and you'll hear hundreds and I've of seen stories it, like that. Like so yeah. many people in retail that have been there 20, 30 years. And it's like, if you have the opportunity now, and they do, like they're already in the position of, they have the qualification, they're just working for a bit to get the experience. Like, but once you've got that experience, no. fuck off. Do not stay any one second longer than you have to. Because um, it's truly a dreadful industry that, to be honest with you, from what I'm saying, is only going to get worse. And the thing is, I know, I know every industry comes with its own problems and stuff. But I have not met a single person that moved out of retail and has regretted it. I wasn't it. happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can completely believe it. Like, that. I know someone who is not happy in their job now. Like, really not happy in their job now. Yeah. Really not happy in the industry and whatever. But when I'm like, oh, so, you know, is it any different to... Like, they're like, no, it's better than that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm really not happy now, but yeah, I'm yeah. happier than I was there. Yeah. Like, I don't know a single person where that's not the case. No. And that's, like, for me, I've compartmentalised my life. Yeah. So there are some things I'm happy with mm. and some areas that I'm really not. So like, yeah, career-wise, weirdly I'm not unhappy with it because I've kind of, I'm still giving myself the room to achieve the dreams that I want to achieve. Do you okay. know what I mean? To do the things that are not conventional careers. Mm. But I can still... Anything in particular? Well, yeah, a little bit of writing. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Like yeah. I can still... Yeah, you have the freedom. Feasibly I mean. do that. Yeah, like, because your work schedule isn't an unfriendly work schedule, if that makes sense. It's not the worst, it's, yeah. No. I get a regular day off a week. Yeah. Only one, like, two would be yeah, nice, yeah. but, well, three would be nice, but yeah. two, you know, I get one regular yeah. day off, and I'm, yeah, nine to five, yeah. which does make a difference. Yeah, it, it does. It does. It makes a huge difference. Because um, it allows you a bit more freedom, like you say, to pursue other stuff. Yeah, and it's like, so there's there's still the kind of that, but there are other areas where I'm looking at, like like you said at the start, like 30 years old, live with my parents mm. I just want I, you know at some point whether it's in the next five years ten years mm. one year whatever it is I want to be on the pro- I'd like to be on the property ladder well I'd like to travel that's the thing I'd like to travel but to travel you have to save up and it's yeah. getting harder to save up because I'm having to put more and more money into making sure that there's food in the fridge and that the fridge yeah. stays on yeah that's so that's not filling me with great happiness no. um and the problem is, as we said on other episodes, it's only going to get worse. No, and I'd like to be on the property ladder. Well, that's <sighs> something they keep changing the goalposts for. They keep yeah. moving it. Yeah. It's, it's, they're really trying hard not to let us. Yeah. I'd I, like to be... And I, I, there's someone I know who's got like a three-bedroom or four-bedroom house in a really nice area, a really expensive house, and then I found out how much they were paying for their mortgage. And it was so criminally cheaper than renting. Oh, it's insane. I, 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 I nearly fell off my chair when... I found out how much they were paying for their mortgage for this house. I was like, what are we doing? Like, it's, But yeah, and, and that, that feeds into my depression as well because you look around at everything that's happening and you're just like, it's not getting any better. No, that um, doesn't help. it doesn't help. And like, you try and say to yourself, like, oh, well, maybe this will happen. But I can't think And of, I try and like be as blissfully ignorant as I can, but it's really hard and that only because gets I you can't so far. see shit. I can't not see shit. Yeah. And the thing is, it's everywhere, it's everything, it's every industry, it's every person, everyone's feeling, well, most people are feeling the pinch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 very worrying. Mm. Very worrying. But yeah, definitely, like, there's, yeah, there's, like, there's areas that I think I'm doing okay in, areas that I've got, yeah. even if I don't think I'm doing well in, I've got a plan in. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've got a, 
an achievable goal that I mm. can reach or that I can strive for even if I don't reach it. Yeah. But there are other areas where you think, or where I think, Christ, that doesn't look good. No. No, like, and the living at home of parents thing is, like, I can, it's it's really difficult because, like, me and Leanne are, like, in a position that we could move out now. But for how long? Afford, yeah. yeah. But, like, as I said on the previous pod, like, in three months' time, the bills could go up to a level where we then have to move back in with our parents. Yeah. Um, and then you're just like, so what, what are we all working for? Like, what's the point? Like, what? Not even getting the... I'm not, you know, not like, even getting I'm the not, basics. No, and I'm not. I'm. That's just to have somewhere to live. It's not even to own somewhere or, like, if 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 I could get a mortgage paying what this person pays, I could live quite comfortably. Yeah, same. Um, it wouldn't be in, like if they took away some of the need for a deposit. Well, not fully, but like reduced how much of a deposit and gave a bit more trust into people. It would it'd be make a lot of a difference. And it would fill a lot of people with pride because there's a massive difference between just paying to survive and owning like owning where you live. Do you know what mm. I mean? I think that is a massive difference and I think there's so many people out there and it frightens me that they are just working to live. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I'm one of them. Yeah, no, I think most of us are. And that, yeah, that, that doesn't um, fill me with much happiness. No, and then I look at like what the position pensioners are in and everything like that and it's just that was another thing that i nearly there are some areas in my life that i don't think about because it, it they spiral me yeah, yeah and yeah. i know that like so i just actively anytime i feel a thought coming into it it's like i try and distract myself i try and do yeah whatever i mean i got a letter the other day from my uh i think i saw you yeah the company i currently <laughs> have a pension with a pension plan with mm. and they said i can retire at 68 which depressed me I'm not gonna lie like there was, you know, the it's really going up because realistically, it's not going to be sixty-eight by the time I get there. No, that will have gone up. The likelihood is, if I based it off of when my dad passed away, he died when he was sixty-seven, I'll be dead. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I won't even get to get my pension. I work into the grave. Yeah, and they, but they said, and I could, I could afford a pension of uh, about three thousand nine hundred pound a year. Like that's great, except the average fuel bill just gone up to four thousand pound a year yeah, next yeah. year. She won't even be able to afford so to heat I can't home, even afford to eat at home, let alone have a home or. No. And the thing is, I don't know what we're supposed to do. Like in that, like, are we supposed to just hope it's going to get better? Like, I don't, I don't know. know. And like, I think in my head, I don't panic about it because I'm like, well, ultimately, I can't do anything. No, but I, I think. Definitely, and I know. I know you from conversation we've had and conversation we're having now that you're in a similar boat. Where uh, for sure, the current state of the country and the economy is having a huge negative effect on my own mental health, or it's having a negative effect. And sort of huge. It does one. all mine in the sense of what it's getting in the way of. Yeah, no, but that's exactly um, it. It's you feel like here's what I want to achieve. Yeah, and it's not just that I can't because of X, Y, Z. I can't because the country's gone to pot because the economy's shite because yeah, the job market's like, shite. Or it's going to be shy. What's really, the thing that really, um, if there was anything to keep me up at night, it would be this, is that the last thing that isn't regulated in this country when it comes to big business is how businesses are allowed to treat their workers. Mm. It's the last area of any business in this country that there's any protection in place for the average person. We don't do it for prices. We don't do it for profits being stolen away from the people that work for the companies. 
we don't do it to protect people in their pensions. You know, people like Philip Green that are allowed to get away with stealing pensions and fucking over people that put money in their pocket. The last thing in the way is how they're allowed to treat us in the workplace. And they are and currently going, going they're chipping after away it. At it. Uh, both everyone in the Conservative and the, all the people that have gone for leadership have basically said they want to get rid of all EU laws and legislation that we currently have because it will allow us to take back our freedom and make decisions for ourselves. Well, I'll tell you what the decisions they want to make are to take away all workers' rights and to give us as little as possible. Things like currently that I have to fight my boss over, like him not scheduling me at 6 o'clock in the morning when I'm finishing at 10 o'clock the night before because I'm legally entitled to 11 hours between a shift. The fact I even have to currently have that conversation with a superior. And you're about, you, but they I'm, want I'm it, in a position where they want to take I'm not going to be able to do that for no. much longer. Um, they want us to work longer and for less. And that's the bit where I don't know how I'm going to cope when that happens. They want to regulate. It, if I'm being really honest with you, I think it's going to happen. They want to limit and regulate your breaks. Yeah. They want to well, I already it. don't get paid for my breaks. They want us to have fewer holiday and vacation time. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm in a situation where before when I worked full-time, if I bur- booked two days off as holiday, I got four days off because you get two rest days plus your two holidays, the way it's supposed to work. I currently work five days a week because I'm part-time. If I book a day's holiday, I still only get two days off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or if I book two days holiday, I still only get two days off because otherwise like I'm on a 12-hour contract. So if I take a week off of work, I'm only going to get paid £120, basically. And I can't afford to live on that. No. Um, so it basically means I can't ever have a holiday ever again unless I'm willing to take a hit. Um, and that's been really difficult. Um, yeah, because we need breaks. Yeah, and we like, need. I'll do a nine-hour shift. I only get paid for seven and a half hours of it because they take away the money for my break, which I'd never had for my old company. You lot, you got paid for one of your breaks and the other wasn't. But now I lose an hour and a half of my money on one of those shifts. Yeah, I don't get back. I used to work and somewhere. Like, I, I've basically ignored my work because I finish at 10 o'clock most evenings and I get a 15-minute break on a normal shift. So I now leave at quarter to 10 every day. Um, and they tried telling me I had to stay in the store until 10 o'clock. And I was like, but I'm not getting paid for that 15 minutes. So why do I need to stay in the store? And he was like, oh, it's just how we do things. And I'm like, yeah, all right. And I've just ignored it. I still leave. They've never yeah, said so anything since. Because they haven't, like, if you're not going to pay me for the time I'm sitting here. Well, that's it. Companies are already dodgy. I mean, I used to I used to work for a company that where I'd work full days. I'd work nine, nine o'clock in the morning until uh, about quarter past ten at night. Mm. And what would happen is, rather than schedule it as a full day shift, what they do is they schedule you from nine till six. Okay. And then schedule you from, like, half six till ten. <laughs> yeah. I'm like... What am I going to do with that half hour? I can't go anywhere. I can't no. do anything. So I've got to be here anyway. Yeah. And it's just so sneaky and so dodgy. Yeah. And they want to, uh, that stuff will become more commonplace if. Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't even, I can't even imagine how bad it could get. And the thing, the sad truth is, I think it is going to happen. I think they are going to succeed because as it stands, I don't see enough support for against against the Tories um, and they seem dead set on just telling us that we're shit and we don't deserve anything and we're just lapping it up and, and, and like <coughs> yeah for me like definitely it's, it's it doesn't feel like a good time to be alive no do you know what I mean like 
and I know there's always it's never a good time to be alive. There's always something, but yeah. I don't know. It's really weighing on me a bit. And I feel like moment. the promises you're given when you're a kid, or as we were when we were growing up, it was if you work hard, pay your way, you'll be fine. Yeah, and that's no longer true. But yeah, no, we're supposed to get one, up every day and do what we're told. Sort of one or two generations just before ours, it was possible. Yeah, you worked hard. And you, you were able to afford some of the finer things in life. Yeah. But for the generation before them, that wasn't the case. No. And definitely for us going forward at the moment, that's not the case. No, and the thing is, I don't see how it changes. I don't, like, we're not going to have the degree of change, if we even get any change, that's going to affect things to the level which we need them to, to be able to have yeah. but look, that look, sort so of just, life. Just kind of sticking it to the, to the mental health thing for us. Mm. That stuff is having an effect. Like you said, it's, yeah. the, it's the way it's limiting me. It's yeah. the way it's the things that I can't do. Like I said, one of the, like I sort of said, I want I want to be on the property ladder. I want to get out from under my parents' yeah. feet. But that is just ridiculous because I can't afford to rent right now. Well, it's just not feasible, and is I it? Can't, it's just not. And, and no one's taking my money from, I can afford a mortgage. That's the that's the ridiculous thing. Yeah, is yeah, that yeah, yeah. I can afford a mortgage. per month to do it. But, you're, the but no one's going to give me a mortgage. No, no one's going to give me a and mortgage. And the expense of everything means that that it's getting less oh, like, when the fuel bill goes up again yeah. it's like right now with the fuel bill what it is and even with the because i did the calculation even with what the fuel bill is in october okay i would have to go i would have to forego <coughs> um holidays things like yeah. that but i could afford to live eat fuel my car fuel my house in a small property yeah that i own right now mm. and in october when the price goes up for the first time well for, you know the next time yeah I could afford it, but no one's giving me a mortgage. And yeah, like you said, when it goes up again in April, yeah, I can't. No. But all that stuff just looks so unlikely to happen. Yeah. So in the meantime, like just me and my partner are just continuing to save and we're keeping our eye out for if we find an ideal property and considering it. But we need to save up more money because one of the problems is when you're moving to your own place for the first time, you don't realise just quite how much stuff you need. No, for sure. Um, so we're trying to make sure we have more money than we actually need to do it. Because <clears throat> I, I would love to go on a holiday again. I haven't been on a holiday. Oh, well, no, we went to Cyprus. Mm. That was the last holiday I went on. But that would have been... That was a while ago, 2017, 18, Yeah, six like years that. ago. Mm. So that was the last time I've been abroad. Um and I, I, I accept responsibility for... Like I, part of the process of when I get really low is like beating myself up over some of my choices. And one of the big ones was when I was earning more, I never saved a fucking penny. And it's one of my biggest regrets because like, I'm probably around the £500 mark shorter per month now than I used to be, which is a monumental difference. And when I look back at what I was spending that extra... £500 a month on it's really irritating. Um, so it's why, like, sometimes when you do hear this shit in the news of, like, these young people and they waste their money on X, Y, and Z, they're right to a degree. But we're now reaching that point where, like, I'm definitely not living like that now. No, um, but also, it's like, what's we're saying that young people shouldn't... Be allowed to expect anything good in life. Be allowed to enjoy anything in yeah. life. Yeah. Even if you total up all that, when they sort of God about Netflix, like, even if you total all that up, yeah, which I'm getting rid of, it by the way. It doesn't make a dent. 
No, it doesn't. Like sixteen pound a month for Netflix isn't the difference between owning your own home and not. No. If it is, there's a problem. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and actually, to be honest with you, when I found out how affordable mortgages are in comparison to renting, it baffles me that when it's, you, it's gatekept in the way it is. Yeah, yeah. But also, it surprises me when you know when some people are earning X amount, how they struggle. I think what really annoys me about the mortgage thing is that, and this doesn't apply to me as such in my current situation, yeah. but when people rent and they pay their rent and they pay their landlord, yeah, but the bank won't accept that as proof of being able to repay the money. So when Which, you come, Do they not? No, so when you come to say, oh, well, you know, they're you know they're essentially saying we're not going to give you that much of a mortgage because we you know we we're can't, we can't, can't prove that you could have it's so like I've, I've literally just paid double that. that to triple that even to yeah. a landlord for the last like two years three years that is ridiculous yeah that should be allowed that should be a proof yeah yeah it's mental and your only way of getting into that club is to have a huge chunk of money behind you to be able to do it which just isn't it's just not feasible nowadays unless you happen to be in a situation where your family can afford to give you a leg yep. up or um and the thing is i don't begrudge anyone that because my family can't afford to give me a leg up no, no, no neither, like... neither can mine and the thing is i don't even necessarily i don't expect it I, no. I've, I've never asked for it i've never expected my parents to hand me a pot of money and no go, but go i've had that conversation life. with my parents where they've said if we were in a position where we could yeah in a heartbeat. Of course they would. We would. What parent, most parents would if the, anyone who's in a position to help their family they were like, There's, they, do help their family. They said, you know, they want to see me do that, go mm. out and get my own place kind of thing. But it, This may be a very personal question. Does you still living at home affect your relationship with your parents in a bad way? like, Or is it... It can do in the small ways, in yeah. the little day-to-day, some of the stuff like we think. Annoying habits and... Yeah, but like that's and just, just having to, you know, like, Sometimes I have to deal with certain people, and you think, oh, just haven't got the energy for it. Whereas yeah. if if you if you don't live with them, you don't have to unless you do have the energy for it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You can sort of pick and choose your moments. But also because you're seeing each other less, you're just looking forward to seeing your parents when you're seeing them. Yeah, then. yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, I work full time anyway, so I don't see that much of them. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I completely you get know, that. It's like, um, no, that's fair. Um, and then obviously I try and do stuff. Occasionally, not a lot, but I'll try and do stuff outside of work because mm. otherwise, what's the fucking point? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like for me, because of the hours I work, the two things I have outside of work are this and seeing my missus. I don't have much time for anything no, else. Sadly. Like this, this, and a bit of sport. Yeah, I keep an eye on Twitter, and that's how. To be honest with you, occasionally I get to watch match of the day. I've watched the last two weeks because I've happened to have the time and. But otherwise, I wouldn't watch it. Like most of the time, I end up having to watch the games on YouTube because you get like Sky Sports, yeah, away, yeah, yeah, and it makes it far more condensable. But obviously, it's not. And you can skip the ones you don't want to see. Yeah, there's that as well. You can be like, um, oh, but well, it was actually nice. Fulham, no thanks. I really enjoyed watching matches today. The other day, I hadn't done it for quite a while, and I was like, oh, and I actually what I wasn't fast forwarding through anything. Just I just sat it. and watched, and I was like, oh fuck, that was actually quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think for me, that's like. I don't know what gets you through your lower moments. I'm lucky I've got my missus. She's like the main thing, like seeing her whatever day it is, like on my day off, I'm seeing her today. That's like when I'm having a low day during the week or I'm struggling at work, I go, fuck, just look forward to 
whatever day it is. Yeah, to be honest, th- there isn't anything that does get me through them. I just kind of... You just exist while it's happening. Yeah, they just happen, and then yeah. s- sooner or later, they're not happening. Yeah. That's sort of how it is for me. Yeah. And like... And though, you know, because that's the other thing as well, because we, we've we've spoken about, about reaching out to people and stuff. Mm. But part of the kind of, and I'm going to say it as if it's a diagnosed thing for sake yeah. of this conversation, but part of the ADD thing is that I genuinely forget to message people sometimes. Like, I do the same thing. So I've had this, well, it happens all the time where I'm like, I'm going to reach, or sometimes someone messages me and I'm like, I'm going to respond to that. And the second I put my phone down, I forget about it. Yeah. And then I'll go back to it a few days later. And I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, I never responded to that. Yeah. I'm like, it's well inappropriate to try and carry on the conversation now. And I just have to apologise and be like, look. Yeah. But it always, I'm always conscious of it coming across like an excuse or something. Do you ever feel like it's self-indulgent when you're, when you're low and you're forgetting everything else? And do you know what I mean? When like, you do like, because like for me, if I'm having a low week, like I might have the thought about texting you. But if I do, it's very quickly, I haven't got time for that. And it's not because I have an issue with you or I don't want to talk. It's just in that I don't want to do anything. Yeah, you know oh, what I, I mean? definitely And it can feel like, and then I'll come out of having a week where I feel really low and I'll be like, fuck, I haven't talked to this person or I haven't done this. And like, it feels very self-indulgent to me sometimes. And yeah, I feel quite selfish like, being stuck in it. And, and that feeds into I'm it not a well. kind of um, day-to-day, like not one necessarily not down, but... Quite often I don't respond to people because I don't have time for the conversation. Mm. So I'll be like, I'll respond when I've got time for the yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, And if they've want to, if they got time for the conversation, we'll have that conversation. Yeah. If not, we'll just keep going until we link up kind of thing. Mm. But like I said, I'll, I'll be like, I'll reply when I've got time. And then when I've yeah. got time, it doesn't even occur to me. But yeah, definitely you do feel a bit like, I just don't want to reach out to anyone. Mm. You don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to engage in anyone. You don't want to see anyone. You don't want to do anything. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I just feel like, like I said, it sort of makes me feel even worse afterwards. I feel like really self-indulgent afterwards. Like, fuck, did I really need to spend a week feeling like shit, even though I didn't necessarily have a choice over it because it's just what was going on. Yeah, it just I don't. Um, yeah, I don't know if, if I could say that applies to myself. No, that's fair. Um, it's def. I think it's definitely like a guilt factor for me, like afterwards. Because you like it, and it's the cliche shit. Sometimes it's not every time, but I'll be like, there's people a lot worse off. You know, I'm lucky. So why do I feel like I do kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. As you know, it's not how it works. No, it's not. No, it's not. None of it. And I was having a conversation with someone the other day about something quite common. And I said, the problem is people, like, you can't always remove the emotion from it. Like, there's always nuance to everything. Like, mm. nothing's ever black and white. There's net, like, and there's a concept in my head, like, if I have an issue with someone sometimes or something that happened in the past or things like that, one of the reasons I don't like talking about it is because just because it's my reality, I can accept. And it's come true a few times in silly things like memories from my childhood that I've, I've talked to Leanne about and then I've talked to my sister about it and she'll be like, well, no, that didn't happen. This was how it happened. Mm. And um, How are you with accepting someone else's viewpoint? I think quite good, to be honest. Um, Because I feel like I'm quite an empathetic person and I think most of the time, as long as I don't think someone's being malicious or there's an ulterior motive or like, 
and it's more just like the sense you get for the person in the moment. But if you feel like they're just being genuine and, you know, there's no maliciousness to it, I can agree to disagree. But there are sometimes on certain issues, and I'm trying to think of one at the moment, that I'll just be like, no, you can't have that opinion. That's just not okay. A bit like they're getting your dick out on stage. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, No, but in terms of accepting someone else's memory of your memory, how are you? And someone says, that's not how it happened. This Most is how it happened. of the time, like, because, like, in, for example, the stuff from our childhood, my sister was five years older, so her memory... Was stronger, generally. Was, yeah. So, and normally, when she does it, I'll go, fuck, you're right. And, it, and it's knowing that you're not always... And it's frightening for sometimes because you're not the most reliable narrator yeah, well, all the time. You know, obviously, there's people in my family with like quite high on the spectrum. Yeah. Um, at least two people in my immediate family. Yeah. And they, they are facts. Do you know yeah. what I mean? If 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 they if if you tell them something happened or that you said something to them or whatever, yeah, yeah. they're like, no. If they don't believe it happened, it didn't absolutely happen. Absolutely staunch. Whatever their memory is, yeah. it's not a memory. That's fact. That's like a video It's like ingrained into them. It's like, but our memory is not that reliable. So like, I'll be wrong sometimes, you'll be wrong sometimes, but they cannot see that. And it's so frustrating. And I was listening to, and the thing is, what it does... But it's interesting you saying that Yeah, because what it does for me... Your memory's different. I feel like is... It opens my mind up more, finding out that I've got something wrong that I thought was nailed on, because it then makes you go, but what else have I... Is there anything else mm. I've not been remembering correctly, or, and it then even bleeds into like my opinions on things, like my opinion on something will change. So I go, well, actually, why do I think that? Or, um, so it's not, I don't see it as a bad thing. No, um, it's not because, and I've listened to stuff where they said like, when you're remembering something, you're not remembering the thing itself; you're remembering the last time you remembered it. Yeah. So every time your memory it gets of, further away from yeah. the truth, and and like. Like I said, I know it's not their fault. I know that's the autism. That's just yeah. how they are. But at the same time, it's incredibly frustrating. Oh, it must because be. Because like, it forces you to live in two different worlds, in a sense, doesn't it? One where your reality is actually yeah, what they're doing is in that they're, situation. Without meaning to, they're devalidating your memory by yes. going, yeah. you're always wrong. Your memory yeah, is yeah, always yeah. insufficient. Because they're not capable of conceding that what they remember you know, or sometimes isn't right. Really, the reality is my memory is not going to be 100% right. No. Your memory's not going to be 100% no. right. It's going to be somewhere in between. Yeah. But sometimes I'll be really wrong, sometimes you'll be really wrong, but it's just that's never happened. I think people like that aren't on the spectrum struggle with that in general, to be honest. Oh, God, yeah, I've met people who do. Um, and I think it's the majority of I think people find it very difficult to be empathetic, to be open-minded. Um, and I think that's what I struggle with in the sense of, because I feel like their traits, and this isn't big in my... It's just... I feel like that it's the case that I feel like I'm an empathetic... I can put myself in someone else's shoes. I can... Like, my parents didn't get everything right when I was a kid, but I can put myself in their shoes back then and go, they had a mortgage, they had two kids, you know, they were arguing, like, X, Y, and Z was going on. Of course, they weren't always the nicest yeah, person. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I was in that situation, I'd be stressed out. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I can forgive, and I, I, I try to do it with most people, like, they've got X, Y, and Z. Like, I, I just feel like it's a good exercise to do in general. Mm. Um because it means like there's not many people I wouldn't sit down with and talk to about something. Um, if I felt like they're going to have an actual dialogue, if it just becomes aggressive and unproductive, then I wouldn't. But I don't know. Well, fair enough. But um, how are you in general now? 
as we speak. I'm having a good day today. Um, had some stuff go on over the last week, and it's not my stuff to talk about, um, but I had to sort of be there for it and be a part of it. Um, and that was hard. Um, but yeah, in general, I'm doing all right. Like, I have to keep moving, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, one of the worst things I did, and I wish I hadn't have done it, I took six months off of work after being made redundant. It was the worst decision I really? ever made. I, I lost, like, I'm not a fit person, but, like, I lost without realising a lot of my strength. I lost how physically capable yeah. I was. And I've got it back now to where I was. But it took a while. But it's, it, far longer than, and that really affected, like, because I went back to the workplace thinking, oh, I'm just going to bang this out. And I started a job that I lasted less than a week at because I just wasn't physically capable of doing it anymore. And the person I was six months before that could have done that job. Uh, I would have still struggled. You weren't given a lot of support in that job, though. No, I wasn't. Um, And that really knocked my confidence. And I think that's definitely one of the reasons why now I don't think I could Do you know what? Getting into the job market, it does knock your confidence because it's it's brutal. And you know you can do the job. Yeah. You know you can do the job. And I wasn't... I think part of the problem was because I'd been a manager for more of my career than I wasn't a manager. Going for jobs that weren't managerial roles, every interview I was being asked, why are you applying for this job? And it's like, you can't just say, well, because the one you're doing is shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I ran into this wall of like quite a few places just saying no. Um, and I'd, I didn't mind it, but I... I knew it they were saying down. no for the wrong reason. Whereas I, what I liked when, when I got this job was that I went into the interview and the lady was like, your CV for what we're looking for is like, you're obviously overqualified with your experience. She just said, she asked the question, why do you want this job? And I explained politely and honestly that I just had enough of being a manager um, and I want to be able to come into work, work hard, do my job, but be able to go home at the end of the day without the stress of is the store burning down and, you know, dealing with stick, like all the shit that comes with being a manager. And, yeah, absolutely. And I just don't want that anymore. And she was like, oh, well, that's fine with me. That's, like, so. Yeah, I mean, it's so weird, the whole manager thing, because, like, obviously I'm a, I'm a manager at the moment. Yeah. And it's really weird. I sort of, when I got the job, I was like, I'm not going to do management. It's mm. like yourself, I did management in retail, and I was like, yeah. oh, shit, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And then what happened was when it came up, I'd kind of just got a bit bored mm. with what I was doing. That's so actually, I look back now. Right I mean, I've been bored for a while. Like, I get bored really easily mm. with stuff like that. And again, that feeds into the kind of ADD thing. The When I look it yeah. up and I'm like, fuck, that's so accurate. Like, after like a year or two, you're like, oh, I'm really bored now. I want to do something else. I'm yeah. like, fuck, that is so... I don't think that's necessarily an unhealthy way to be in life because I don't no, not at all I don't think it's a negative aspect of it no because I don't think there's anything wrong it. with pursuing different careers well, I don't think it's that because like I said I've taken on this position now and it's like I didn't want this job and it really it's really quite insulting to the people that went for it <laughs> and I, um, I well like, I don't, I don't think there's really anything wrong with saying it perhaps sort of wasn't what you expected to see yourself doing um, but I know you've said in the past that you've definitely find value in it at the same time in like terms of what you're sometimes yeah but it's really hard to keep focus on that when you yeah. get lost in the milieu of the day-to-day it yeah. is yeah. You, do, you lose it big yeah. time and there I was a, i had a little that. boost recently where i kind of was reminded of it yeah it went very quickly and i'm back to being like oh, this is shit well that's because the realities of it and like the day like as you said the day-to-day becomes real <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, and yeah. I've, I had a really bad day, literally. So I'm I'm off this week mm. as we record this. Um, and literally the second to last day that I had mm. was a really bad day. Yeah. And it was just like, it did kind of make me think, should I just pack it up? I financially cannot Was it cannot just like afford. everything was going wrong No, work I was working with someone you didn't who was just the world's biggest with. prick. So <laughs> I'll just to quickly walk you through the day, turned up at half past nine. Yeah. I stopped asking it. I stopped asking why. Yeah. A while back with this particular person because that week, this was a Thursday, that week they turned up at 10, 10, 13, 11, just to give you an idea of really? what, where they're at. Um, turned up at that, um, had an instance so we have a three-day policy at our place where if, what, for if someone... No, no, no. So if someone buys a, an item of furniture, we sell furniture, like a big item, they've got three days to collect it. Okay. Unless we offer a delivery, they've got three days. Now, I'm quite lenient on that. If if someone says like a week or whatever, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lose my mind over it. Yeah, if all, you've got the room to keep it. All I say is like, look, if it's going to be more than a week, ten, officially it's three days. Yeah. If it's going to be more than a week, there's the number. Just let us know. Yeah. Just keep us in the loop of what's happening. Yeah. Well, this person, this was so this was like early August, and the this person wanted to buy a sofa and leave it in the shop till September, and I was like, nah, it's too long. No. We're not a storage facility. Yeah, I was like, it's too long. I said, and, and it, the guy was like, yeah, money in the till. And I was like, no, but I said, that's space. Yeah, that it's take, like you could be selling sell anything else. out of. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I walked past, overheard him telling the person that it's because it's only because I'm there that, that she's getting told no. If he was, if it was just him, he'd let her do it. That's no what problem. he said to them. Yeah. And I called him up on it and I was like, don't ever say that. Is he even management? No, 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 God no. Oh, he'll do whatever he wants anyway. That's his. No, no, no. (laughs) So I was like, don't ever say that. I said, we have to. I said, first of all, you can't promise things like that because as soon as anyone above, as soon as anyone above your station comes in, they're going to overrule you. They're going to ring the customer and say, you've got to come and collect it now or lose your money because he shouldn't have offered you that. So you've just made a bad, a bad impression on someone. And yourself look shit. Also, you've vilified me. You've made me the bad guy. And also, and there was no need to do it. Also, we've got to show United Front again, customers. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, that happened. Then a bit later on, I, s- I saw that he was looking up an item, researching an item, mm. and I knew it hadn't gone out. So my mind went straight to, oh, he's nicked it. So I watched this. I said, oh, where did you put it? And he went, oh, over there. And I was like, all right, I'll, um, it's not there now. I said, I'll look around the shop, see if it's anywhere else. Knowing full well it wasn't. And he mm. was like, what if it's fallen down the back? So I was like, okay, pulled the whole thing out. And I was like, no, it's not down the back. I, was like, I reckon someone's nicked it. Mm. Got up on the CCTV. He pinched it? Well, he put it in the bin. And then, oh, okay. So you could then take the. Well, bin this out. is what I'm thinking. Um, but so then I'm watching. I've seen him put it in the bit. I knew what time to check because I saw what time he, he was researching on the bin? computer. No, no. As I'm there, I sort of block off the till area when I'm searching on the PC, and he's trying to get past. I'm like, oh, let me get out of your way. He's like, no, no, I'll go around you. I'll go around you. He's trying to empty the bin. <laughs> in that moment, and I was like, yeah. right, no, stop, pull it out. And I was like, why'd you do it? And it, whatever, and he was, he didn't say anything. And then he came back a minute later and was like, "Oh, it's because it's a cheap McDonald's thing, and we can't sell it." I was like, "So why didn't you say that?" Yeah, he's like, "Because you'd have wanted to sell it anyway." I was like, "Yeah, but we could have had that conversation." You watched yeah. me get up on the CCTV. You knew what I'd see. Yeah, and they were right at the end of the day. We close at five o'clock. I'm never, cl- I if I can help it, I never close at five. I always close a few minutes before. Yeah, personal pride. I don't know. You know, it's like fuck like these you guys. Get one over. Yeah. yeah. Um, and about four fifty-two, he says, "Are you alright if I go out?" side for a fag yeah and i was like well you're joking I was, like, I was like no we've got less than 10 minutes before yeah. we close did he go out anyway yeah he went out anyway so why ask you know and it, was just, it was just all that shit that whole day was just and i sort yeah. of said to him just before 
the end of the day. I sent him home like two minutes before the end of the day because we were that close to the end of the day, but I didn't want to stay with him any longer. As soon as yeah. he came back, I was like, why have you made everything today so much hard work? Why have you made it an effort? Yeah. And it was just one of those days where I was like, ain't worth it. None of this shit's worth it. Well, it's quite clear that person doesn't care about the Anything job. or themselves. Yeah. No, and they've got their own issues and I want to yeah, be yeah. fit, but there comes a point where you've got to start taking a bit of responsibility. Oh, absolutely. And that absolutely. person's well beyond it. Yeah. But yeah, it was just one of those days where it's like, it tests so for limits. me, the week off came at a good time because yeah, I was really just like, haven't, and do you know what, again, I feel a little bit guilty that I haven't done enough with it. The thing is, I know think that's I mean? an easy trap to fall into though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, whereas sometimes having a week of just doing very little is exactly what you need. Yeah, sometimes. And the thing is, you are an active guy. You know, you go to the gym regularly. You work full time. You see that. If you're on YouTube, you can probably you see know, that. You know, you go Palace, you do this. You've, you know, you've got other pursuits you're yeah, into. I went golf yesterday. Yeah. Um, had a shit front line, good back line. Oh, I'll have okay to come again line. at some yeah, point because I can drive quite well. You need to come. I've got a decent drive. I drive me. to the right. I kept... Frequently. When we went last time, I remember, because I had lessons when I was younger, and I've mentioned that a couple of times. It's no big um, that I was hooking it to the left as I was driving and I was like, and I remember the number one thing the guy kept saying to me was like, however clo- like far away you think you are from it, take another step back. He's like, if you're ever hooking it, just take another step back because that's why you're too close to the yeah. ball. Um, and I remember like, as soon as I stepped to like another it step started going back, I started yeah, it smacking going better. it. Um, but no, I do enjoy golf. Um, I just don't enjoy walking. It's good fun. Okay. It's a nice, it's a nice it day It was out. nice being with you guys when we it's went. It's a nice day out. Um, and technically, I could sort of pinch my dad's old, yeah, my dad's old clubs, and I've I've got like I think three or four of my own, um, but yeah, I can't remember what we were talking about now. Just talking about how I felt like I hadn't done enough for a week off. Yeah, I just think like you just need to be kind to yourself. Like you do a we lot. We all of do. Stuff. We all do. Yeah, you do a lot of stuff. There's no shame or problem in having a week where you're like, you know what, I might have a day where I just sit and watch telly, or several days where I sit and watch telly. And stroke the cat, not a euphemism. Not a euphemism. You genuinely, genuinely love the cat. Denoir. Yeah, Dendo, Dendini Bambini. Yeah, it's a nice cat. It's a nice pussy. He's he's, he's quite old, old now. Yeah, mine are getting older as well. Touch of arthritis. Um, but it, it doesn't seem to bother him that much. It doesn't seem to bother him that much. He's all right. He just it just doesn't get up and doesn't climb up onto chairs as much he tends to sleep on the floor more and that kind of no, thing no one of mine sort of does this weird pulling thing where he gets his paws up pulls himself up rather yeah, than yeah, yeah, jumps yeah. yeah whereas the other one's still like fucking yeah absolutely he's a bit that yeah but yeah Listen. yeah but uh, yeah the, the, you know oh, I think we've done quite well we've done an hour on mental health solid yeah I think the most important thing is that people do what we're doing now, just having a conversation about it. And I, I know we're both very guilty of... We're very guilty. Neither of us ever reach yeah, out to And it is far really, easier said than done. Like, even saying it now, I'm like, I'm probably not going to be as good at it as I should be. Um, but I, I think even being aware of it, and it's like a step in the right direction. But yeah, no, we're both bad at it. We the are thing is, it's easily it. done because, like, you'll, like, I even have the thought in my head sometimes where I'm like... I could sit and talk about this or I could sit and chill out and try not to think about anything. And I think that's what I lean into most of the time. Yeah, de- uh, definitely. Um, of course you do. But yeah, I think 
one of my aims for the future is I'd like to continue pursuing doing, I still haven't finished my counselling course, my introductory one, so I want to finish that. Um, Because it's not that difficult and I can do it. But again, it's the motivation. Because I would would genuinely like to be a counsellor, I think. Um, I enjoy talking to people. I think, like I said, I have a lot of empathy for people. I feel like I can put, I could, yeah, I just feel like I could help people, and that sounds really wanky. No better um, place than this cross than this podcast. No, but like that's, I think my next steps is that getting a place with yeah. man, and um, you know, just keep moving. I guess just keep swimming. Yeah, just keep and like swimming. I said, we've talked about privately, and I'm, you know. We've talked about the idea of trying stand up a little bit, not like mm. necessarily professionally, but going to open mics and things. Turning like up, that. turning up, finding I'm a, a stage, professional. doing five minutes, and then demanding money at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if I'd ever pursue that as a career. I think we both always like. I would the just, idea. I would love. I'd far, I think I'd prefer being a writer. I would love a, the idea of the balls on you to turn up and be like, "All right, John, to no, smash the no, back doors out of this. No one. checks, please, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All cash." Yeah. Fucking Queen don't need to know about this one, you can. Yeah, I'll even provide <laughs> I'll even provide the envelope, mate. There you go. Yeah, Stick yeah, it in there. Slide it in that brown envelope. Would you want five minutes, ten minutes? I've got rubber bands if you need them. I'll start with half an hour and we'll go from there. All right. Yeah, yeah. I charge by the minute. Yeah. I'll just do me uh, half an hour set and I'll yeah. take my money and I'll be off. Yeah, no worries, mate. Cheers, yeah. pal. Didn't have one down the road. <laughs> Things big, imagine how good you'd have to be at stand up to be able big to Big dick energy. That. Or just imagine how much of a dick you'd have to be. Yeah. Maybe my stand up should be me being big daddy big. Big Daddy Big, do you think Big Daddy Big's a comedian? I think he's just oozes. He could branch out, he could branch out. I I think he's definitely dabbled. Yeah, for for sure. Yeah. For sure. Realised he he was too good at it and just went for something else. Yeah, he was like, it's not challenging. It was too easy. It's not challenging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Daddy Big likes to be challenged. Yeah, he was having knickers thrown at him every show, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just the wetness was... It's like that picture of Harry Styles at a concert when it was pissing it down with rain and he was surrounded by women. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's, and he's just stood there, arms out, head up. It was kind and of... And it was like whenever Harry Styles goes outside. It was kind of one of them <laughs> where it was like... But that, you know, that I wouldn't mind about that. I would, I mean, not Harry. I'm not saying I want to sleep with Harry. It's a good-looking chap. Listen, I could do a lot worse. Yeah, you could. You could do a lot worse. If anything, out of my league. Yeah, but I would I, probably agree. But, you know, I could. I could... That Can you imagine life, what it? that man's life is like? I can't. I can't, I can't even no, imagine. I, like, just the I imagine day it's to the day. Wa- Have you ever seen the video to Watermelon Sugar? Which I actually uh, quite uh, like. It's, uh, I might, obviously. It's basically... on a cliff top kind of thing. Yeah, he's like running around on a beach surrounded by women in yeah, um, yeah, bikinis. They're like feeding him watermelon and he's got, you know, he's loving life and they're all studying. So I imagine that's exactly what his life yeah, is are like. They just, it was more like a documentary yeah. in the music video. Yeah. <laughs> they were like... Do we need to set anything up? No, just follow Harry round with just, the camera. Just watch him. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a life, eh? God, yeah, that's the dream. Yeah. I don't know if it is my dream. I'm not sure I could keep up with all I those young women lo- at my age. No, I wouldn't. That side of it doesn't bother me. I would want the being on stage just like... Being adored. Like, yeah, but... Just let them adore the you. The moments that get me are like, when we went to see Noel Gallagher, mm. um, and first of all, like the, the where we were it's was a nice stunning. Setting. It was a nice setting. Um, but it's those moments where, like, he started singing Wonderwall, obviously, and uh, he would just at random intervals just stop singing, and but he didn't need to. And, yeah, yeah, and I can't imagine 
what that must can't really feel get, like. Thing is, you can't really get away with that in stand-up. You can't start a joke <laughs> and let the, let the audience carry garlic on. Bread. <laughs> bread. 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 bread! It's fucking bread, you fucking bread! But yeah, like, like you I know, can't... Two, two nuns in a bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know this one? Yeah. Be, it doesn't quite have the same yeah. bone-chilling effect. No, I, I just can't imagine, like, because when I saw that, I was like, I can understand why he's an arrogant asshole. Because if you get to I do that be. every I night, be, yeah. like if you know you any one of your songs, he doesn't need to sing a hand. word. He could just strum his guitar and everyone would just do the work for him. And that must be an incredible feeling. Mm. Um, so that's why I never begrudge someone like him being a completely arrogant asshole. I would be. like, But yeah. Well, I'm a complete arrogant asshole now and I've got none of the talent or success. So imagine what I'd be like. No, but you know what? That's quite a common theme I'm seeing in podcasts. There's one that's more grounded and a bit more self-deprecating. Right, and there's which the one, one that's like, I mean, I think we know yeah. which one's which. <laughs> um, and then there's the one that's like, I'm the best at everything. I am already successful. You just haven't realised it no, yet. I, like, not, <laughs> not everything. No. There are some things I can't do. No, but there's not many. No, I can't think of any of the top No, of exactly. <laughs> If you were to name some... You can't name things you're bad at. That's one of them. Yeah, I'm not good at naming things I'm bad at. No. There you go. Yeah. How humble. Yeah. Mad thing that I ever might have any mental health issues, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) But no, I I think my final message would just be to say, like, if anyone's struggling, you could genuinely reach out to us. Like We will um, both answer. Personally, privately, anonymously. Um... We would happily listen, and I think you'd be surprised how many people are willing to listen. Um, and yeah, just talk to people, talk you're to each other, look after one just another. Just to kind of bring it full circle, you're not a burden on someone for reaching no, out not. to them. It's the it's the bring it full circle back to the the paddy the baddie. Yeah, you know, I'd much rather be a bit tired because I stayed up talking to someone yeah. all night than be attending their funeral. Do you know? You know, absolutely. And I think, that, and even if it doesn't go as far as suicide, like. I'd rather spend a bit of time yeah. being tired because I've spent up, stayed up talking and to you than you feeling genuinely as low as can be. And I think you'll be surprised at how often people will feel quite touched that you've trusted them yeah, to, with your to vulnerability. talk to them. Um, and I think actually nine times out of ten when someone, especially when I haven't expected it, like when it happened recently, a friend just came and just sort of gave me everything and I was quite taken aback by it, but I was like, oh, that's... I appreciate that they did it, if that makes oh, sense. Time. Of course you do, yeah, um, yeah. The fact that they trusted me enough to be like, I can tell him this, and you know what I mean? Um, so no, I think, do reach out, like, yeah, look for help. Agree. Yeah. And you can reach out to us at Swords Crossing on Twitter, at Facebook, at Crossing Swords, on Instagram, at Crossing Swords underscore podcast. And if you want to get in touch with us directly and privately, please feel free to email us at crossingswords19 at gmail.com. And uh, we will always be there to listen. Seek help and you shall find it. Yes. Sounded biblical. And another thing uh, I'm good at, tick. You can get by with a little help from your friends. Yeah, another thing the Beatles are good at, tick. Yeah. They weren't bad, the Beatles, were they, in all fairness? They were all right. They had a couple of hits. Yeah. John Lennon was a bit of a bell end, to be honest. Yeah, but don't speak of the dead. Well, I absolutely will. Not here to defend himself, is he? No, look, we were talking about this before the pod. Someone yeah, if someone, if someone dies, you still have yeah, to call still him out on it. Yeah, you still have to call yeah. him out on it. He was or a horrendous... Or if they're ill and dying. Like he was a man who preached love and peace, but was beating his wife and son. 
and telling his son that his son's laugh made him feel physically ill. He was educating his like wife and his son. Yeah, sorry, you're right. My bad. Yeah. You know what we endorse on this show? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't endorse it. Yeah, no. There you go. Just yeah. Yeah, seek help and you shall find. Yeah. Love you guys. Bye.